Good morning, Say What family. How are you guys doing today? Hope that you're doing well. Coming to you hot on a Friday. A Friday. And the reason we're coming to you on a Friday is because we are starting bonus episodes. But so sorry, the bonus episodes are not going to have me on them. I'm not going to be talking. I know you're so sad about that. You're actually probably really excited, as you should be. Bonus episodes are now featuring Thomas Ward, my lovely husband, who you guys have heard on the podcast so many times. I asked you guys if you wanted to hear Thomas on the podcast share his perspectives on things that we talk about. And so you can, you know, send it to your husband, send it to your boyfriend and be like, hey, you should listen to this. This is really insightful. We can talk about it. All the things. Hopefully that will create some more conversations between you two. So I'm not going to be chatting with you today, but you're going to absolutely love listening to Thomas. I think it's going to be really cool for us to get the man's perspective on things. We're st- we're still like loving women over here, guys. That we're still we're still female first, but men are also important. I think it's important for us to have things that our husbands can listen to. So, Thomas's first episode is today. I hope you enjoy it, and me and you will talk soon on Monday. But enjoy this bonus episode from my amazing husband, Thomas. What is up? Good morning, everybody. Thank you to my lovely bride for the intro for this episode. I'm so excited to be on the Say What podcast I've been on before. Uh, I'll introduce myself in a second, but this is just this is a cool segment. I'm excited about it. You guys, we, we put it out there to see if you guys wanted to hear my thoughts on certain topics. So that is what we're going to do today. Today is the first episode of that. Uh, if you listen, I would appreciate you messaging Hannah and saying that this should be called the Say Whoop Whoop section or, or episodes or whatever. Uh, I, I think that is a great tie-in to the Say What brand. But before we jump into it, I want to take a second to introduce myself for anyone who has not heard any of the episodes that I'm on. My name is Thomas. I am Hannah's husband. I, I So you've definitely, if you haven't heard an episode that I've been on, you probably heard her talk about me, about how cool I am, about how awesome I am and how amazing I am. And I do a lot of behind the scenes stuff for the podcast. And I'm really excited to get to be kind of on this side of it for... Um, you know, doing a little doing a little solo. So we will see how that goes. So like Hannah said in the intro, we're going to take some time, uh, you know, one or two episodes a month, maybe of me coming on and talking about the topics that have been covered in the previous X amount of weeks, however long it's been since I've done one picking the topics that I think I want to talk about. And sometimes it'll be me, I might bring on some other husbands or men or boyfriends from people inside of Hannah's friend group, like the the Denver friend group, or people just from, uh, you know, the the network of the many friends she's made doing this podcast and and everything that she's done with that. I might bring in some of the men from that too, because, you know, I've met some of them. I've talked to some of them. So uh, it's been cool to hear different perspectives. So maybe we'll bring some of them in on the conversation. Uh, But without further ado, let's jump into today's topic. One thing I am going to try, Hannah tells me a lot of the times that I tend to really slow my words down, apparently, when I'm thinking about subjects and topics and trying to make sure I say the right things. But 
this podcast is all about being honest and vulnerable and real and given thought. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not trying to think through everything and get everything 100% right from a a thought process. These are just these are my thoughts. And I've spent some time thinking about them and trying to get them, get them written down and get them now we're going to get them out there and and give some some takes. Um, Another thing too, I keep like caveat and we're about to start but we're about to the the one thing I want to point out about why I think this segment these episodes are going to be so important is a lot of the stuff that Hannah talks about is geared towards women geared towards uh, you know re uh, realigning thoughts around sex for women in uh, church and Christianity and things like that and a lot of it can still go to a male audience but it's it's tailored to women but what I want to come in here and do is we've you know the podcast episodes that I've been on like Hannah has said uh, people have shared those with their husbands or boyfriends or fiancés and things like that and said, hey, listen to this. And I think that's going to be a, a really key thing for these episodes is this is an opportunity for you to send this to your significant other, to your boyfriend, to your husband, to whatever, and say, hey, listen listen to what this guy's saying about this stuff, especially if you're trying to knock some sense into him. That's what we're going to do here. So it's really cool, and, and I would love to connect with people and you know, give some perspective to a lot of different things that, that women can go through. What does it look like to respond as a husband, as a man, as a man of God to situations that either you didn't cause or you did cause? What does it look like to step up and, and be the person you need to be in, in these different scenarios? And today, the scenario we're talking about is what it looks like to create intimacy without physical touch. So I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to the episode that came out on Monday, you should go check it out to hear a, a lot of cool ideas that some of you guys, some of the Hannah's listeners have sent in for her to read. And she talks about all these great ideas. Um, so since she's done that, since she listed a whole bunch of ideas, I'm not really going to dive into specific things that I think are ways you can do this. I'll probably mention a couple just as we're going along, but I really want to talk about for men and why this is an important thing to understand. And any ladies, as you're listening to this, I'm hoping to give you a glimpse into you know, what goes on in a man's mind when it comes to different kinds of intimacy and love and love languages and things like that. So let's jump right into it. When when we're talking about physical touch, I think for men, physical touch either comes naturally or it is not natural at all. And what sucks about that is whichever one of those ways you uh, a man lands on whether physical touch is something he's all about or physical touch is kind of just like an afterthought there's negatives with both of them so first let's talk about one that's probably a little bit more obvious for a man that physical touch seems to just be natural for you know always into like cool with pda cool with you know, for for uh, for the married listeners, right, or anybody cool for doing stuff in the doing stuff in the bedroom, cool for any kind of physical touch. It might might seem to be too much, and I'm not talking about anything necessarily like uh, no kind of uh, out of, nothing like out of bounds, no um, abuse. Not I'm not talking about like abusive physical touch or anything negative. I'm just talking about like an overly overly physical touch person. 
It's just a natural thing. Uh, when you a person like that, potential uh, blind spots could be just that it's for the wrong reasons. And again, I'm not talking about anything bad or negative. It's just th this could be something that is just a scratch, like they're itching a scratch or checking a box because it's just something about their personality where physical touch does something for them. Maybe it's their top love language. Maybe it's something else that we, you know, but the problem with that is it creates a blind spot of all of the other ways you can create intimacy, which is what we've been talking about. So for men that it comes natural to, you have to be intentional about all of the other ways that you can show love. And, and I think that's kind of the point of everything that's been talked about on Say What this week is, what does it look like to create that space to have all these other different interactions with your significant other? And that's the thing for if, if men, if you're listening to this, that I would encourage is just listening to these episodes and taking to heart all these different ways and ideas and the importance of showing, uh, showing intimacy or creating intimacy in ways that are not physical touch, if that is your main love language, because it may not be your partner's main love language. It may not be, and even if it is, depending on different circumstances, if you guys are in a fight or going through something tough or your significant other might be going through something tough that you're not even a part of, there, there's going to be times where physical touch is not the answer. So you've got to figure out how you can be intentional about those different things. And we'll get to some more of that in a second because I want to talk, touch and talk about the other side of this now of for men that physical touch is not their go-to solution for creating intimacy. And the negative with this, and you know, I think it's probably a, an interesting way to look at it is for men that it's not their go-to, it's potentially an afterthought. And when something is an afterthought, the same issue can occur where you're potentially lacking intentionality in a lot of different areas. So, you know, this could be somebody that doesn't want to, you know, they don't think about sitting close to each other on the couch. They don't think about holding hands in public. They don't think about cuddling at night. They're, they're just, it, it's, it's not there for whatever reason. Maybe it's, it, it can be from any kind of negative connotation of stress or anxiety. It could be from something, uh, from something positive. They just have a lot of things going on in their mind. They're in a busy season right now where they're trying to get things done and they're trying to crush life and it's becoming secondary. Well, I think this is almost a more dangerous spot because then you can start losing so many other areas of intimacy that are important. So I think the physical intimacy part is a balance that has to be figured out of what is that right amount to where I'm still being intentional with physical touch, but what is also the amount of making sure I'm intentional in every single area and I'm not just losing it because every kind of intimacy is an afterthought right now. And that's a hard place to be because everything that, that I see and the people that I follow on the internet and that I'm around and, and, you know, you can work on this too, but it's, everybody wants to be pushing and saying, you've got to, you got to have this, you got to do this. You need to have this. If you're going to be making it, if your life looks like this, it's this way. And you, you can chase that so hard sometimes for, for different reasons. And you lose the connection with the person that is most important to you. And it's the same thing on the negative side where your, your life can become so overwhelming at times from 
any kind of any kind of stress from work, from family, from just the times that we're living in, that you can also lose that lose that uh, intentionality as well. And that's something that has to be figured out from the standpoint of how are you being intentional? And I think that's my biggest takeaway and why I'm not going to go through and name a whole bunch of other different uh, things that you can do for uh, creating intimacy, because that is the number one thing. If you look back, I read before I started recording today, the list of all 15 things that Hannah read on her podcast. And every single one of those things was about being intentional. And, and a lot of them, I would, if I'm understanding correctly, I read back and a lot of them are about spending quality unplugged time together, doing things that the other person enjoys, basically was the gist of it. But what that means, the undertone of all of that is intentionality. It's a, we have a thing that we do to show each other that we're still here whether it's some form of communication where you're taking time to sit down and think about each other and talk to each other. Hannah and I did that the other night. We, uh, it was actually a suggestion from her episode uh, on Monday of the, I think it's called We're Not Really Strangers game. Um, somebody sent that in. So I, I, being an incredible husband that I am, I went ahead and ordered it and got it, brought it in, got it to our house. And we played, I guess played's the right word. We, we played the game uh, the other night and it was incredible to just have time. You know, it's uh, without giving too much of it away. If, if anybody gets it, it starts with you stare into each other's eyes and you know, you it's, which at first sounds cheesy, but that's what it was sitting there just talking to each other about things from right now, things from the past. It was great. It was, it was such a great time. And, and the way that game ends is so fun. I highly encourage you to go get that game and play it with your significant other. But for us, that was just about unplugging, sitting down, and it was an intentional decision that we're not going to have the TV playing in the background while we're doing this. We're not going to have our phones, our, our phones for Hannah and I, they go to do not disturb at a certain time in the evening anyways, but we're not going to have our phones around us. We're going to sit here because for Hannah and, and for me, I've, I, I have learned the value of spending time and speaking into to her and speaking to her about me and listening to her speak about me that it's it's valuable time to remember that we're in this together one of the things you you may have heard this that I love is just remembering that with anything that goes on in a relationship between two people from a a problem standpoint is that it's not it's not you versus your significant other trying to figure this out. It's, it's you and your significant other versus whatever the thing is that's causing a problem. And if you, if you aren't spending that intentional time with each other, how are you supposed to know that you have a teammate, you have somebody in your corner that's going to go to bat for you? And that, so that's a huge thing for me. And that's why it has to be intentional. And, you know, for people that are headstrong about physical touch, for lack of a better phrase, I feel like that is lacking the intentionality. And if that's you where physical touch is, is your jam, it's your, even if it's your love language, pause, stop, think about even what physical touch means for you. Is it just something that's closer to getting off? I mean, that's a, that's a really tough question that you need to answer yourself. What? what is physical touch in the most intimate way look like for you? Is, is that 
is it closer to that than it is to be spending time with your spouse? Because if it is, I promise you, you may have quote unquote physical touch going great, but it's not intentional. So it's, it's still lacking in creating closeness with your spouse. And yes, all of these other things are important that you need to be thinking about the stuff that was talked about this past week, but you also need to be intentional with that too. It it needs to be for a reason that you and your significant other have come together and talked about, and this is why this is important to us. So the last thing that I want to do today is just talk about uh, a few things to note that are, it's not going to be shocking. It's not going to be revelatory. I'm not going to blow your mind with this per se, but it is the takeaway. And I think when there's simple takeaways, that is good that when you're thinking about what you can do together to create intimacy, actually, I am going to add one thing. I do think the number one way, the number one way that does not involve physical touch at all, that you can create physical or no, not physical intimacy, that you can create intimacy with your significant other without physical touch is for you to sit down every single week and listen to the Say What podcast together. That is the 100% best way to create intimacy in your relationship and then get to sit down afterwards and talk about it. It's going to be a great time. But moving on from that, when you're thinking about this topic of how to create intimacy without physical touch in your relationship... I would just like to point out that there are four other love languages that you can be intentional about. And I think every single one of them are important. One, you know, figure out what your significant others is and and do that, right? And do that without without any kind of thought of this doesn't make sense for me because I promise you more than likely statistically your love language is not going to be the same as your significant others. And I'll read through all five real quick. I'm pretty sure these are right. I I pulled them from my brain. But uh, the five love languages are physical touch, quality time, gifts, words of affirmation, and acts of service. So that's four more that you can do. And I would encourage you to do every single one of them because they're all important. That's why they're there. Just some people will have a, because of their personality and their traits and what has been put into their, their soul, they're go- one of these is going to speak louder than the other, but they're all still important. Quality time is, is mine, and I think that's huge. Just spending time with your significant other doing something that you know pours life into them. And I promise you, no matter what it is, like Hannah has things that she likes to do that it's not that I don't necessarily don't like to do them, but the way that she recharges is a little bit different than the way that I recharge. So I have learned that I I need to be able to make time and spend time and be excited about doing those things with her. And what I've learned from that is that it also recharges me doing something that gives life to her because her being recharged and fulfilled and healthy also recharges me because I'm, I am doing something that I have promised her to do that God has called me to do as being a husband is to make sure that she is poured into whether that's me pouring into her directly or making sure she is in a space where she can be refilled. So uh, I would encourage you when it's when you're thinking about quality time, don't be selfish about it being something that you need it to do when it's for the other person. Now, by all means, have the conversation with your significant other. And so you know what is important to them and they know what's important to you. 
but then be okay with you being refilled while they're being refilled doing the thing that they love. That is a huge way to create intimacy. And it's going to look different. And that's why I'm not going to go into specific things. I'm just giving you a broad way to think about quality time. Another one is gifts. And I, I think when, you know, I, I also like gifts. I like giving gifts. I like receiving gifts. Gifts are so fun. But I think sometimes people hear gifts and, you know, when I think of gifts, I'm like, I want to go to Target and I want to buy something and I want Hannah to go to Target and I want her to buy me something. And that is where my gifts fulfillment will come from. But, you know, where we're at right now, we don't get to go to Target every single day or not even every single week and buy something. So you have to think about, you know, if if gifts is something that's important that you want to start doing in your relationship, just know that it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be big or elaborate or fancy, you know. So when I, sometimes I'll get, I pick up a candy bar for <laughs> Anna on the way home from the grocery store or something. And if I'm being honest, most of the times it's because I want a candy bar and I don't want her to feel bad because I didn't get her a candy bar. That has happened and it will never happen again. <laughs> but it can be small things like that where you're just, you're doing, you're doing some, just getting something small for your significant other to show them, you know, one, somebody wrote in that, uh, they just, they do things to let them know that they still love them. I basically, I'm summarizing what they said. So that's a way that you can be intentional though, about you, you, maybe you have something where you always bring something home, you bring a coffee home, you do, do something small every once in a while, just to continue to pour in and show love for your significant other. The next one is words of affirmation. This is something that I have learned a ton about. This is very important in my marriage, but making sure that you're speaking words into the relationship. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that we believe about ourselves are one words that we've spoken over ourselves, and that's a different topic. But two, it's words that other people say about us. And I know I've held on to what other people have said about me before in ways that have been unhealthy. And I've heard so many stories of that being the same thing for for others as well. So spend time uh, affirming your significant other about their calling, about their gifts and talents, about their life, about how you think about them, how you view them, how you love them. Let them know that you are there, that you support them, that you are, you love that you get to do this life together with them. That's so, so important. And, and it will, that, that will kind of bleed over into other areas of your life. There's nothing like hearing the person that you love the most in the, in this world, pouring back into you guys. And finally, the last one is acts of service. So, Sometimes acts of service and gifts, you know, uh, these can kind of be the same thing, but they're slightly different because gifts are bringing something new into the relationship. Acts of service is taking care of a need in the relationship. And need can be seen as many different things. You know, need can literally be a you're doing something for this person because they need it to survive. Or it can it can be a... Uh, a first world need, for lack of a better phrase, right? Like, uh, it's a it's a privilege that we have a dishwasher, and it's a privilege that we have a washing machine, and it's a privilege that we have certain things, but still servicing those things, doing things for your significant other in that in that in those spaces is very important. And 
you know, it's, you just, we talk a lot about gender roles on this podcast and we think there's literally no boundary. If there is one, it's super minute for specific reasons, but we, we believe that gender bound gender barriers are not a thing. Uh, there's no role a husband should, or there's no like tasks a husband has to do in the house or tasks a wife has to do in the house or vice versa or anything like that. But for your relationship, th- those will exist and not because of gender roles, mostly probably because of personalities and what people are gifted to do. And, uh, but know that you don't always have to stick to those. You can, you can take a step into the other person's role and do something and show them that you care, that you love them, that, Hey, this isn't all on you. We're in this together and I'm here for you, especially if there's a tough time going on or someone's the, someone's busy having to do something that may not be normal. You can take time and step and pour into people that way as well. So that's the five, the, the way you can pour in the, through the five love languages, the four that are not physical touch that I think those are very important to remember is figuring out how can you be intentional? That's the that's the key word from this episode is how can you be intentional with your significant other every single day in one of these five areas and, you know, specifically without physical touch, because if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest and, and, and again, in a, in a healthy, positive way, not in any kind of negative connotation, all of these other four love languages are only going to build up the physical touch piggy bank for lack of a better phrase. And, and, and also vice versa, that they'll all feed into each other because every single one of them are needed to have a full, complete, whole relationship. So I would encourage you this week to spend time continuing to think about this. Please pass this podcast along to your significant other. I would love to get connected and, and help some people reframe the way they think about physical touch and creating intimacy and what a healthy, romantic relationship can look like. So thank you for joining us today. Again, I've been, it's so cool. I'm really excited to get to do this. Uh, if, if this is something you like, please message Hannah on the podcast and let her know how incredible her husband's episodes are. If there's a topic specifically, I know we're probably going to do another one of these in, in three-ish weeks, maybe. Uh, unless you guys just hate this, uh, please let us know if you hate it too, because we don't want to be putting out stuff that you hate. But uh, if this is something that you like uh, over the next three weeks, if you want to um, send message to Hannah and let her know out of these next episodes, what you would like for me to talk about, that would be, that'd be great. We would love that. And Hannah will put, post some stuff probably asking the closer we get to time. But Please, again, send this to your significant others. Bring them in on the conversation with you of how how to create intimacy in your relationship in all areas. We would absolutely love to see that, love to hear about that. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Say What Podcast. And for the first time in my life, I get to say this, friends, we'll talk soon.